Welcome to Authentically Me. This is your host, Megan Signs. My purpose is to bring you real, raw, and honest conversations to help uncover the vulnerability in all of you. New episodes every Monday, so leave the judgment at the door because it's time to get authentic. Welcome back. Today we will be talking about the father wound and that is the deep longing inside all of us to make our fathers proud, to feel unconditional love from your dad, and to also feel like we have pleased our father. And if this isn't healed, like I mentioned in the Wounded Feminine podcast as well, then you will probably attract partners who remind you of your dad. And I'm not talking physical appearances. It's the way they make you feel. An example would be if you had a father who wasn't present in your life, whether it was emotionally or physically or both, then you might feel attracted to men or women who have an avoidant attachment style, which means that these are the people who are already in a relationship. They openly tell you that they aren't looking for something serious. They have a history of commitment phobia. They're always busy or something always happens where they keep you at arm's length and you never feel completely connected to them emotionally. And you aren't doing this on purpose. This is all unconscious. Just like how I talked about in the last episode about core wounds, it's because it's familiar. And it's not your partner's responsibility to literally become the father that you never had. But you can become the father that you never had. And your partner can be a loving person and give you love that you never got before. However, that doesn't mean that they aren't going to make mistakes. So I want to talk about some statistics that pertain to homes without fathers. And this does not mean having no father in the home means that you're doomed. These are just general statistics. There's actually a lot of factors involved, such as income, poverty, domestic violence, and more. There's so much that goes into these different outcomes. When we look at troubled youth, 90% of all homeless and runaway youths come from fatherless homes. In fact, when you look at all of the data, father deprivation is an even more reliable predictor for criminal activity than poverty, environment, or race. This is really shocking, and it tells us so much. It tells us as a society, we will have so much to do when it comes to gentle rules, masculinity, and what it means to be a father, what it means to be a mother. Not only that, this tells us that a father's love is just as, if not more important than a mother's love in these situations. We can not value one more than the other, and we definitely need to retire the stereotype that it's only the mother's responsibility to take care of the kid. Clearly, this is not true. A father brings so much to the relationship, and even if your father was present, you might still experience what we consider abandonment, not physical abandonment in a sense, but just kind of that nagging feeling like your father wasn't quite all there. This is not talked about enough because people mostly think this only applies to men when in reality, it's actually every gender. Everyone has a masculine and feminine energy within them. This is not, oh, I'm so strong and masculine, how society portrays it. The goal is to create a balance between the two. 
So when we're healing the masculine energy, we are healing the energy around our self-worth, how we think about ourselves, how we talk to ourselves, how we carry ourselves and our commitment to ourselves. Oftentimes when we have not had a father figure that was a divine masculine, we grow up as little girls or little boys really taking on the lack of the divine masculine presence in our lives and or the really unhealthy masculine in our lives. And a wounded masculine energy would be the kind that is always attacking itself, berating itself, really being in that critical lens. So then we as girls or boys grow up with a constant inner critic, constantly berating ourselves and putting ourselves down and in many resorts, terrorizing ourselves and being at war with ourselves. That is a really unhealthy masculine A lot of the times when we have been mistreated or betrayed by masculine energy, whether it's in your parent or just other relationships, personal romantic relationships, we build up this masculine shield that is protecting us from the world, but it's also not allowing the things that we want to come into our space. So we have the shield up. So healing the masculine also means dropping that shield in order to become a safe space for ourselves. Healed masculine energy in women looks that if you could imagine what a tender father figure would look like, that father would have cheered for you and guided you and assured you and loved you. That is what held like the healed tender masculine looks like inside of us. What I often tell women who say they don't have a father or they don't have a healthy father figure, I will ask them to make a list of all the things that they would have desired to have had in a father. How would you have wanted him to treat you? How would you want him to show up? Once you make that list, you get to go back to that list and give yourself those qualities. Give yourself those gifts. That's where the healing lies. When that healthy masculine is missing, this creates the masculine wounding because the little girl or boy in you wants to feel the grounded, protective nature of the dominant, powerful, strong leadership of a masculine presence. This is the number one cause of codependency because you're striving for that masculine attention. Then it leads someone to become a people pleaser or an overgiver searching for any way to grab that type of attention. This is the core of masculine healing within the feminine child. For me, my sense of emotional safety came from control, and I really had to break that down in order to build a sense of healthy safety within myself. Almost all my clients have gone through something called the three capital A's, which is abuse, absence, and addiction. And if you've had any relationship with any of these things growing up, then you might have a father wound. The inner child is still holding on to that pain of not having a father that you wanted. So I want to get into the four different types of masculine. Number one is the divine masculine, the overarching, what everyone wants to be. This is when you're creating structure, when you're surrendered, when you're setting boundaries, when you're very direct and clear when you're thinking logical, when you provide and protect. Answers, 
you're not just thinking about the journey, but also about the solutions. So you're doing good for everyone. Number two is the immature or toxic masculine. These have qualities of forcing or domination. They're very controlling, very competing. They take action for themselves. And when they're triggered, they don't trust. And you should not try and control them when they're triggered either. To heal this, you should rest, offer trust and freedom and praise. It's really all about integrity and just building that up. Number three is the suppressed masculine. This is like when you're made wrong or conditions out of us. So for example, like boys growing up or even girls, they're like, you need to be more feminine or you need to be more masculine. And then we learn to suppress those things because we don't want to be made wrong. So it's basically conditioned out of us, our own intuition, and then we're suppressing things. So how do we know when this is gone? You're unreliable, you can't make decisions, and you have no boundaries. Number four is the empty masculine. So this is when you're burnt out by suppressed feminine or too much masculine. So to heal that, the masculine likes tension and release. So complete a practice called no obligation time. This is when you say, I'm going to sit here and I'm going to just do this. There's no, I have to do this or I have to do that in my mind. That's not truly relaxing. So do something you want to do. Obligation time is when you say, I'm not doing anything I don't want to do. So if you want to sit on the couch and watch TV, then sit on the couch, but like, don't make yourself feel guilty or anything like that. There's no obligation. That's the only thing on your list that you should be doing. So how do we heal the wounded masculine and fully step into the healed masculine energy? The first step is to always identify the masculine wounding. The second step is to write a letter to the ideal father figure in your life. And this man may not even exist. And that's the point. In this letter, begin to tell that man how much you adore him, how much you appreciate him, and how much you love him. Take responsibility for your actions and happiness. So think back to stories and the programming that you're carrying in your system based on how you were introduced to masculine energy. And then take responsibility for those actions and also rewire and build a new happiness for yourself. Number three is don't be judgmental. So how we talk to yourself is how you heal your inner masculine. And if you shift the way you talk to yourself, it really shifts the way you interact with masculinity. The next one would be feed your inner fire. So set a plan for your goals and have a healthy work and life balance. The next one is be assertive with your needs, defining your needs as your own person and setting boundaries. The next one would be resolve the issues and find peace with your father figure. So work through sadness, anger, grudges, betrayal, trauma, and find peace in those. Shadow work is perfect for this. It really helps you realize that what you're guarding yourself from and what you're trying to protect yourself from and how to let those guards down and acknowledge your stories, acknowledge your pain, acknowledge your anger, all of the uncomfortable emotions that come up and it really just allows yourself to develop that safe space for you. So I want to go over some affirmations for healing the masculine. It is safe for me to embrace my vulnerabilities. It is safe for me to embrace my vulnerabilities. 
I am strong for showing myself love and compassion. I am strong for showing myself love and compassion. I am brave for feeling my feelings. I am brave for feeling my feelings. I am valuable. I am valuable. I am worthy. I am worthy. So I invite you to ask yourself, what is the kind of attraction that you feel towards men and why? Do you feel attraction or is it a deep attachment? If you feel scared about a really healthy relationship, then that's actually a protective mechanism. It's trying to protect you from a real intimate relationship. And if you're truly open and committed to someone, then that's going to hurt when it ends. So if you start to feel on the first date, oh my gosh, this person is my soulmate. There's a huge spark and so much chemistry. That familiar chemistry is something to be really careful of because it's built on intense emotion and anxiety instead of true intimacy. I would also encourage you to figure out what your father narrative is. What is it that you actually believe about fathers? What is it that you believe about men in general? Do you have a belief that fathers will always leave? Does this belief now trickle down into men and now you believe that all men will leave you? Do you believe that fathers won't understand or that men cannot understand your feelings? Do you believe that men will always hurt you? You can start rewriting this narrative by saying things that are validating, like, yes, I was hurt by my father growing up, and yes, I did feel abandoned by my father, but there are also plenty of good men out there in the world. I can be with these men, with those men. I can be that man. It's possible to be open and loving without a wonderful man, and the man I choose in the future does not have to be like my dad. I can learn to be attracted to other types of people. I deserve someone who will stay with me, and I deserve someone who's going to respect me and treat me well. And then become your own inner father. And if you're interested in this stuff, then I would recommend looking into internal systems family theory. It's this idea that in our consciousness, we hold different parts and we internalize concepts in the real world and bring that to our inner world. This is about reparenting and becoming your own parent. I am so excited that you guys keep listening to my episodes and please don't ever hesitate to reach out to me. I am most active on Instagram. Thank you so much for tuning in and I hope to see you next week. Thank you so much for listening. My goal is to always create a safe space to be vulnerable in. And if you benefited from this episode in any way, the best way to show your appreciation is by simply screenshotting this episode and sharing on your social media or with your team. Or even better, drop me a review on whatever platform you're listening on. Don't forget, if you're looking for additional support, I love being a resource to you on Instagram at HealWithMegan. I can't wait to share space with you all again next week. Sending you all love and healing.